Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Chad Tackett, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. I am really excited to have you on here today to talk about health and well-being and all sorts of good stuff. So tell everyone a little bit about what you do and why you do what you do. Yeah. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you, Wendy. I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. Um, so I basically help people uh, live a healthier lifestyle, lose weight, um, improve their health, look and feel their very best and, and just get the most out of life. Not with a diet or restrictive, you know, all these restrictive, um, you know, diets and, and stuff like that, but really just more science and strategy, showing people how to combine the right foods at the right times, the right amounts, get more active, doing the things they love. And again, just living their best life. So that's what Gets me excited to wake up in the morning and feel good about going to bed at night. And uh, yeah, I, I love it. I'm, I'm glad that you said that science and strategy, because I mean, in some ways, our bodies are very simple. Um, and in a lot of ways, they're very complex. And as you know, every body is different. Yeah. So what works for one person may not work for another. You know, I think yeah. about like my dad, for example, my dad can eat ice cream every night. This <laughs> 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 is my mom off because she's like, he keep, he loses weight. How does he do yeah. that? He eats ice cream every day. It's so magic. some people, yeah. And some people just look <laughs> at ice cream and gain weight, you know? Yeah. So what, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? As far as the science that goes behind that, whether that be the science, I guess, of the individual human body, uh, or, and, or the foods that you eat. Yeah. The science behind the foods, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are so focused on the restriction, whether it's calories and carbs and the excessive mm -hmm. exercise, when well, a lot of times we should we really just focus on is our metabolism or how our body is using food as energy rather than storing it as fat. So, so many people are like so focused on, I got to restrict the carbs, I got to restrict the calories, I got to run on the treadmill. And a lot yeah. of that just causes our body to hold on to fat and fear of starvation. So they're yeah. actually ruining the one thing that's responsible for permanent weight loss, which is your metabolism. And yeah. so- your father, for example, might just be one of the lucky few that has a really good metabolism. Some yeah. people are fortunate and some people know how to construct their metabolism or condition it to work more efficiently so that you're using food as energy rather than storing it as fat. 24 hours a day, like even when you're eating, relaxing, sleeping, that's yeah. what your body should be doing is constantly using food as energy rather than storing it as fat. And so many people who are trying to lose weight are so focused on the excessive exercise, the calorie restriction, and then it just causes your body to go into survival mode. It holds on to fat and fear of starvation. Um, and eventually, yeah. in, in extreme cases, actually consumes your own muscle. And muscle is one of the things that's responsible for your metabolism. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle. 
So this yeah. was kind of a long way to say that let's stop focusing on all the restriction and start focusing on your metabolism, the science and, and um, strategy to get your metabolism working for you rather than working against you. Yeah. And, you know, it's like food, food is energy, right? Yeah. Food is fuel. So it's funny because I just today finished recording a podcast. It's eight ways to get out of a, of, out of a funky funk. Mm. And part of it is eating healthy foods yeah. because naturally sometimes if we're in, you know, a bad mood or we're going through something, you know, tragic, we eat crappy foods. We feel like crap. We eat like crap. Yeah. But then the, if you're eating good foods, then you're, you're going to feel better because it's good energy. It's good fuel. And the same way I think of it as like, if you put in, you know, crappy fuel into a car, it's not going to get up the hill and the right. same thing, or you, I'm not going to get up the hill. I've been barely get out of bed if I'm eating yeah. like crap all the time. But yeah. most importantly, it is changing your perspective on food. It's, it is a way to energize and to fuel your body. Instead of, like you said too, it's people are in this mindset of like, okay, if I need to lose weight, then automatically I'm having to restrict myself or I'm having to not get something. And that then you, like you said, then you end up holding on to the weight even more because yeah. your, your body's like, Oh my gosh, I can't give this up. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I hear from new clients all the time. I can't believe how much I'm eating and how full and satisfied and energized I feel yeah. because they've always in the past just been so used to feeling sluggish and right. deprived and, and it's because a lot of times it's because they're just eating so many different processed diet foods, you know, all the manufactured bars, pills and shakes and all those different things, which have little nutrients and a lot of processing, which is exactly what you don't want from your food. You're trying to get the most amount of nutrients and the fewest amount of calories. Um, and, and so when people are actually eating real foods and combining them in the right ways, so they're all working together synergistically, they just naturally have more energy. They feel better. Their mindset's better. They have a lot more energy. They feel empowered. Um, and then everything gets a lot easier from there. So I'm curious about that, about doing it strategically. So even if, you know, like I, I, most of the time I eat very well, but, um, are there certain, so let's say someone eats really good, healthy food. Is there a time that you eat certain foods or does that make a difference on if their, if their goal is to lose weight, does it make a difference of when they eat like in certain foods? Yeah. So we, we tried to, well, first, the very first thing that we teach our clients is carbs aren't bad. There's mm -hmm. wrong type of carbs and there's good carbs and how you decipher between the two, anything that's natural, pick from the ground or a tree. So fruits, vegetables, bean, quinoa, brown rice, squash, yeah. those type of of foods are the good type of carbs because they're coming from mother earth. They're not processed. They're natural. The bad type of carbs are those that are processed or man-made. So anything like bread, chips, crackers, tortillas, that doesn't mean you can't ever have those things, but you just want to try to limit the processing. The more processing, the fewest amount of nutrients and the most amount of calories and the most effect that it has on your blood sugar. So we're trying to focus on real natural whole foods. Those are the good carbs and then combining the right things with them. So an apple is a good carb because it's natural yeah. and not processed, but an, an apple alone can spike your insulin, causing you to, you know, have this 
energy surge and then this crash soon after. And that makes weight loss uh, really difficult as well. But when you combine an apple with a protein healthy fat, none of that happens. It mitigates, it slows down the digestion of carbs. And so now you have the right things working together synergistically. And that's what I'm talking about, like science and strategy, just combine the right things together. So to answer your question about the timing, we try to teach our clients, there's three different types of groups of good carbs. We have starchy, which are like the potatoes, beans, oats, those type of things. We have simple, which are all the fruits. And then we have fibrous, which are all the vegetables, broccoli, kale, uh, you know, green beans, those type of foods. So we teach our clients to have simple and starchy earlier in the day. So we're really fueling our body up with the yeah. most amount of energy kickstarting our metabolism. And then later in the day, we're transitioning to fibrous carbs because they have the fewest amount of calories, the most amount of nutrients and almost no effect on your blood sugar. So you're going to be sleeping at night, um, presumably six, seven, eight hours at night. So yep. you don't need the simple and starchy carbs at night. Now we're just focusing on fueling your body up with the most amount of nutrients, fewest amount of calories, little spikes in your insulin. And that's what I mean by science and strategy, simple and starchy carbs earlier, fibrous right. later, but with a protein, healthy fat at all of them. And now everything's working together synergistically rather than just having healthy foods like an apple or a banana or whatever. And then your, your insulin spiking all over the place because it's just, you know, it's just a rush of, of glycogen or, or the, you know, right. the what about, um, chicken, fish, red meat, pork? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I think those are all good sources of, of protein. I try to teach my clients to get, you know, protein either is a very lean protein or is protein and has fat. So like steak, you know, typically has a lot of protein, but it can also have some fat too. And I'm, and I teach my clients to have, let's focus on fat sources from plants rather than animals because yeah. fats from olives and avocados and olive oil and um, nuts and seeds and those type of foods are the yeah. good type of fats. And fats are absolutely important to have at each snack and meal. So um, to answer your question, like chicken is great. I would just focus on white, skinless, boneless chicken meat, because that is where all the, the uh, protein is and a little amount of fat. When you get to the, you know, the leg or the thigh, and then you have the skin, that's where you have fat. You do want fat, but it's just the wrong type of fat. We don't want those fats right. from animals. Yeah. Um, and so when you say steak and pork, I say, that's fine, but just try to get the leanest cuts as possible. Um, now, is that something where you would, it's best to eat <laughs> that or like lunchtime or would that make a difference if you ate it for dinner? Um, well, we try to have protein and, uh, fat at every, every single snack and meal. So, okay, yeah. um, whether it's chicken or fish or steak or whatever, just get the leanest, um, cuts possible. And then, you know, whether it's steak and eggs in the morning, um, yeah. or steak at night, just to get the leanest, um, uh, and cuts. that makes sense too. Like if you're having a nice lean dinner, your body's not going to be so heavy. And I mean, we've yeah. all like done it where you go out somewhere and you're like, oh, you just like pig out. And then you're like, yeah. oh my God. And then you don't sleep yeah. well. Yeah. You feel like crap. And then it usually it's like a food hangover and it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it drags on for like the next day. Yeah. So on the opposite end, I'm because I'm, I'm sure you know this, like the whole fasting thing, the intermittent fasting. Give me your thoughts about that. Yeah, my honest thoughts are I'm not a big fan because it's kind of like what I talked about earlier, that the, all the calorie restriction and excessive exercise actually freaks your body out. It holds yeah. on to fat and fear of starvation and survival mode. And so when people talk about, you know, I'm intermittent fasting till noon or whatever, I'm just like, that's a long time to go without eating and your body will literally shut down and hold on to fat. It's fearing it's starving. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm not a big fan. But my cousin lost all this weight on intermittent fasting. I'm like, yeah, but it's probably just a short-term thing. 
thing. Like, let's do right. something that's like a realistic lifestyle change. If it's not something you can do for the rest of your life, then what's the point? Uh-huh. So let's, yeah. So that's my, I that's totally my agree with you, like to each his yeah. own, you know, yeah. and I've even had people on the show that have talked about fasting. I personally can't do it. I yeah. I'm, I'm somebody like I, if I don't get some type of breakfast by 10 AM and I usually eat, we even, you know, earlier than that, I'm just like, Oh my God, don't even talk to me. Cause I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't handle it. Yeah. So yeah I, I can't do the fasting thing. And yeah, you're right. I mean, of course you could probably lose some weight, but it's going to be short term. And that's not the way to train your body to, to eat or to eat the same thing. It's like your thoughts about food. Like you want it to fuel you. You don't want to be like, let me stay away from that. That's better for me. How how do you figure, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And not only that, but by the time that the meal comes around, I would imagine I've never done fasting, but I would imagine because I know what, how I get when I'm hungry. Like the last thing I want to do is stick <laughs> to my eating plan or eat slowly and mindfully and stop eating when I'm comfortably full. You're like yeah. I'm just I, you know, like I would be shoveling everything in, and so it's it's hard to a make the right choices and b stop eating when you're comfortably full. And yeah. so I, I don't think you're setting yourself up for success in, in yeah, going and mentally and emotionally for me. It's it's like I just I can't handle that. Like I yeah. my body. And I think that's the key too, right? It is learning what your body likes and doesn't like and what, where you feel best. So are your programs, are they customized? Is it, is it different for every single person, every single body? Yeah. So we have a basic set of rules or foundation, not rules, but guidelines and a foundation of what we teach. Kind of like the things that I taught uh, earlier, like the good carbs or the bad carbs and having a protein, healthy fat at each, each of them. So those are like the, the foundation of what we teach. But yes, it absolutely has to be specific to each individual user, specific mm-hmm. to their personal preferences, their budget, their lifestyle, their schedule, any health issues they have, whether it's gluten or diabetes or whatever. So we have this basic foundation. And now let's set you up for success and make it simple, quick, convenient, enjoyable, and specifically tailored to your lifestyle. And when it's all those things, when it's simple to follow and it's convenient and you're enjoying the favorite your favorite foods, but strategically, that's what sets people up for success. And so, yeah, right. it's it's a it's a proven system, but we really try to tailor it to each person so that it's it's not this rigid thing that you're trying to shove into your lifestyle. It's just your new and improved way of eating. Yeah, exactly. It's all about just taking care of yourself. I'm sure yeah. you've heard of blue zones. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. people that have lived past the age of 100 and, and what they all have in common. And a lot of them, it's just eating good, healthy, raw foods, majority of it. Some of them will eat fish or chicken, um, but mostly an alkaline type of um, diet. And then also just naturally moving throughout their day. I just talked about that on the podcast earlier and just moving your body. Like I I think, especially as Americans, we think of exercises, like we exercise because we want to lose weight or we want to like look super hot, which that might be our goals, right? But really you're exercising to just take care of your body and your mind. And and so that you can live longer. So I, I feel like you know, a lot of that perspective of exercise has got to change. It's, and I, for me, again, exercise, I used to do like a lot of um, running and cycling, a lot of big time cardio. Now I do a lot of yoga. I do yoga. I do walking. What's interesting, I don't do like those hardcore exercises anymore. And I lose weight faster when I'm doing things that are a little bit slower 
And I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's probably because my, I'm not raising my cortisol levels so high. Like I'm keeping Mm. very calm doing a lot of these very, you know, easygoing exercises. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, intense exercise can be a form of stress on the body. So yeah, it can raise the cortisol. And I think, I think you make a a really good point. And a lot of, I have a lot of clients that come in like either a can't exercise because of an injury or, you know, disability or something, or B they're just so, um, they have such a a demanding schedule, you know, with their work and and family life or C just hate to exercise. And so I'm just (laughs) like, Okay, if you if you can't fit in like a structured fifteen to twenty minute exercise program, uh, that's okay. But let's get active doing something. Just find right. something that you really enjoy, whether that's tennis or hiking or biking or whatever it is. Just get out and get active. As long yeah. as you're moving and then combining the right foods at the right times and the right amounts and the other strategies that we teach, you're going to get fantastic results. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of people go into it like. Uh, I got to suffer through this 30 minute workout on the treadmill and stuff. It's yeah. like, I, I got to join yeah. a gym and spend a hundred dollars yeah. a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't. I feel intimidated and, when I go in and yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah. as a matter of, I mean, nowadays with 2023, like you can literally, I do yoga on my laptop. Like I log into this website. Yeah. I do yoga right there. So there's so many different ways that people, you don't have to join a gym. You can just yeah, not at all. walk in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So do you also, do you make recommendations as far as like a workout plan, anything like that? Yeah. So we have workout videos where you can just press play and follow along kind of like what you were just talking about. And each of the videos I am instructing the the exercises to do, but I have someone on the left of me that's showing you how to make it easier if it's too challenging. And then someone on the right of me showing you how to make it more challenging once it becomes too easy. And so that's how we're kind of tailoring it specific to you. So here's the exercise to do, and here's how to make it easier. Here's how to make it more challenging. So it's specific to each uh, fitness level. Some of the exercises include resistance bands. Some include small dumbbells, but they can be interchangeable. So we're always, you know, continually mixing things up and we're combining resistance training because the more resistance helps get, you know, build more muscles, the more muscle you have, the better your metabolism works. And we're combining that with cardiovascular. So instead of taking, you know, in a minute or two rest in between, you know, a bicep curl, um, we're actually keeping our heart rate up by doing some form of cardiovascular exercise in between sets. So now by the time we're done doing all muscle groups in the body, we've actually kept our heart rate up the entire time. So now we've knocked out resistance training and cardiovascular in as, as few as 15 minutes. And so that's how yeah, my clients are just fitting it in uh, to yeah. their day. And I'm just like, yeah, that's you, the thing. Just... you don't have to do like, oh, I got to work out for two hours a day. Like, no, you yeah, not at all. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's like, if you can just I commit think... to setting the alarm 15 minutes earlier in the morning, yep. like no one misses 15 minutes of sleep and just start your day. Yeah. It's such a good way to start the day. Not only to get your workout done before life gets in the way, but also it's such a good way to start, just jumpstart your day, get your metabolism going. And I think a lot of people after they exercise in the morning, the last thing they want to do is then go eat garbage because they then, it, you know, they've already invested this time and energy and effort into their exercise. So it sets the tone for the rest of the day and their mindset is right. So um, I, I was just about to say, like, even when you, well, the other way around, like when you're eating well, you naturally like, man, I want to, I want to go ahead and move a little bit more. I feel yeah. good. Like I don't have as yeah. much inflammation in my body, so I can sit down and stretch. Yeah. So yeah, it, it goes hand in hand. I think I read, maybe it was on your website, uh, that you had the very first online 
program or uh, 19, I think in 1995 or something like that, you had the very yeah. first exercise program done online or something like what that. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was the very first um, online weight loss program on the internet. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard about this thing called the internet in 1994 <laughs> from actually a client that I was training in, in the gym. And I was like, my mind was blown. Like, what? internet. What is this? This is before people even had email or anything. And so I literally spent a year like dreaming up ways wow. I could take what I was teaching people in my own practice to something, you know, around the world 24 hours a day. So I spent about a year moonlighting, creating these workout programs and these nutrition plans and these recipes and this community. And we launched wow. it on April 1st of, of 95. And June 13th, I got my first client. I was like, oh my God, this is a thing. This could actually work. And so I just kept re rinse and repeating those efforts. And, and I, uh, yeah, we, so you're a pro a at this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I know a lot of people, like they were forced to do that with COVID, but you were yeah. like, wow, I've been <laughs> doing this for a long time. No problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so do you have, is it, you have the one program, the committed 100? Is that committed what 100. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how does somebody get started with that? Yeah. Well, the first the first way is to just schedule a call just to see if we're a good fit for working together. Yeah. Because the reality is two thirds of the world has the problem that I solve. And there's just one of me and only so many hours in the day. So I want people that are like really serious and committed and coachable. And if you're not those mm -hmm. things, then we're probably not a good fit because I get really excited about people that are just like, all right, enough is enough with all the BS diets. I just want someone to take me by the hand, show me the right way to do it. And then guide me and support me and hold me accountable every step of the way. And when I find those people, I'm like, all right, you're committed. I'm committed. Let's work together as a team to fix this once and for all. And so when people um, schedule a call and I find them, they enroll in the program and then just like, all right, we're all in together as a team. And it, it just becomes really, really fun. Nice. I love yeah. it. What yeah. about, what about mindset with the whole, is that incorporated into the program? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like a lot of, a lot of times people come in with the all or none thinking like, I got to be perfect on this plan. And once I screw up, oh, I got to start over on Monday. People yeah. always say that I'll, I'll just start my diet over on Monday. I'm just like, <laughs> no, you are human. There's going to be a time where you want oh. processed carbs or a time where you skip your workout. And that is okay. We're going to learn from mistakes we're going to put the past behind you, let it go and get right back on track. It's the cumulative uh, of everything, not you know, you're good until you're not. And then you start over. It's not like that. So yeah. whenever you stray from the plan, that's okay. Call, text, email me. We'll jump on Zoom. Let's learn from it. Put the past behind us and get right back on track. We can just get a little bit more active the next morning, maybe a little bit more strict with your nutrition. We'll learn from it and we're, we're right back on track. And when people switch that mentality from the all or none to... I don't have to be perfect. I just need to be consistent, give it my best and just keep yep. learning. You're either yeah. learning or you're growing and you're staying on track. Either way, it you know, failure isn't the, the opposite of success. It's just a part of success. It's just a learning right. experience. Well, and, and um, that's the thing. I, I feel like, and there's a lot of people that just don't even have the knowledge of how to eat well and how to take care of their body, which is totally okay. But it's not like something, you know, you're really taught in school or anything. You go out yeah. there, you're an adult and you're like, oh my God, what happened? So yeah. it's, yeah, I think that's great that you're, you're teaching them how to actually take care of their bodies and they're probably unlearning some of the things that they were taught that were not good for them. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So do you, you provide one-on-one -on -one coaching then? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, actually good. now have, I have a, a team of coaches that now help me 
And so I'm really trying to help as many people as I can. So I have a lot of coaches that do a lot of the daily um, coaching uh, and accountability because we take a really, really close personal approach. We set up each client with a personal document. They're planning their meals. They're planning how they're going to get more active. They're identifying any obstacles that might stray them for the plan so we can come up with a, a plan to overcome that and then hold them accountable to that. So there's a lot of one-on-one work that goes into that. Mm-hmm. So I have a team of coaches that help with a lot of the daily stuff. And then I have group coaching that, uh, calls in the evening. Where we're just okay. all jumping on and celebrating wins, answering questions, just working together, collaborating as a team. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do you <laughs> find that um, people that have, you know, physical issues, inflammation or arthritis or headaches, migraines, do some of those issues just go away as they start to eat better and, and move more? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times the inflammation or the the cravings or the headaches were just because of what they were putting in their body, whether it's sugar or the artificial sweeteners that they're using to replace the sugar or the trans fats or all sorts of, you know, processed chemicals. That's where we're trying to stick with whole real foods rather than all the processing stuff. Cause there's a lot of it's the stuff our body doesn't even know how to metabolize. And then that shows up in the form of inflammation and headaches and yep. cravings and stuff like that. So yep. yeah, naturally when they start combining the right things together and they're eating more real natural foods rather than the processed packaged diet foods that come to the doorstep, they just start feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then too, I I would think, I know for me, it's like, if my body gets a little off, then I know what I can do to actually like, I, if I, if I have, you know, inflammation or headaches then I have to eat more alkaline, I have to eat more veggies or things like that. So I think it's good because then what they do, then they get to this kind of balanced state. And then they know if they've gotten a little off balance, what they can do to actually get back on track. Yeah. 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 Cool. So where can we find you? Yeah, well, my main website is committed100.com. Um, also, if you go to committed100.com forward slash free, it's uh, a way for us to just learn more about you. We have what we call a hormonal profile where you can actually fill out your information and we can help determine what your hormonal profile is and provide a personal, what we call a personal weight loss roadmap of what your plan might look like if we were to work together, how long we... Uh, suspect it would take for you to get to your ideal weight and look and feel your very best based on the information we've given us. And then, um, yeah, we can just jump on a call, talk about that and see if we're a good fit. And if we are, that's great. We'll work closely together as a team to fix this once and for all. And if not, we'll refer you to somewhere else that we believe would be a good fit for you. I love it. I love it. We need more Chads in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Teaching us good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much. And it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.